0: Guys, welcome to episode 5 Coffee with Mirko. I'm happy to have you back here uh, today it's gonna be another pretty amazing session. So as per usual, grab your cup of coffee, wait for me to brew mine and let's welcome Caleb Cha, also known as a Caleb Tiger. And I'm gonna wait for a few of you to pop online Waiting for my water to get nice and almost boiling, and then I'll do a little introduction about uh, today's guests. Um, Adwa, how are you, my friend? You're the first one tuning in. I hope you get a cup of coffee. Um, and yeah, waiting for more of you guys, waiting for the water. And then today we are drinking. Guatemalan coffee, La Ponderosa by Paradox again. Our friends from Paradox uh, supporting us with some coffee. Uh, We got 12 grams of that. Mohammed, how are you, my friend? Okay, so today, hey memes, memes, Bob, know who you are. Kan Bosha, how are you guys? So today's guest, whilst I'm wetting the filter, the paper filter, today's guest is uh, Caleb, Caleb Cha, who's known as Caleb Tiger. Uh, he's a 2015 World Barista Champion. So you guys are in for a good treat with this guy. Um, I met Caleb um, about a couple of years ago and something that I really appreciate about him is that no matter how busy he is, he's always friendly, happy to smile, happy to chat and I think having such a humble attitude in any type of business is just really really special. So not only is a world latte art champion, he also is a teacher, a judge and a coffee shop owner. He, in fact, he owns a Tiger Rose Espresso on Queen Street in Melbourne. So. Now we're waiting for this baby to brew and then we'll be able to talk more about him and talk with him. What I would like you guys to do is, towards the end of the live stream, um, just send through any questions you got for him or for me and we'll be able to have a chat and hopefully inspire you, give you some value and help you out with any coffee Or business question you go so get yourself coffee get yourself comfortable and then we'll be able to get things started so another interesting thing about Caleb I find is that no matter what he's just always happy to I don't know have fun you can really see his passion for coffee uh, in a in such a true way, uh, whether he's uh, pranking his friends, asking them to uh, make some latte art at his shop. Um, It's just always good fun to be around, uh, but he's also such a hard worker. And uh, yeah, you guys are in for a good treat. So stick around and uh, ask away all the questions you got and it will be be a pretty solid session. Today's episode number five, Happy to see how well it's going, everything. We got more episodes lined up. Uh, If you guys have any guests that you want to see on the show, feel free to tell them about us. Feel free to reach out, DM us, and uh, I'm happy to invite anybody, and um, we can get, yeah, we can get started on a lot of other different conversations, different people. So far we had Len Butler, uh, yesterday, GB. we got Jessica Lemby, we got Andrew from Flair Espresso. So a whole range of people, we're going to have more international guests and uh, more values for you and the people watching at home. As usual, I hope you're safe, I hope you're well with the lockdown. And shall we? Here we go. Today, I'm drinking Guatemala. La Ponde Rosa, that's a filter single origin by our friends from Paradox and um, Yeah, drink it as an AeroPress Always delicious Grab yours. Let us know what you're drinking. Are you drinking? a French press, a mocha an espresso, a latte? Let us know and then uh, we can get started Alright, let's see if Caleb is online. Shall we? And then we can start the conversation with him. Such a legend. Let's have a look. If he's online, here it is. Send- Connecting. Waiting. Waiting for Caleb Tiger. I wait let's hi uh, like to a few people Amar Santosh yo from the car
1: yeah man.
0: <laughs> on the driving bro. <laughs> a true a true hustler, and I got the memo because we got we got the same bro. <laughs> <Yay>! <laughs> <laughs> What are you driving, man? Oh,
1: I was actually stopping by some a few places, and I actually stopped the car for this interview.
0: Oh man, you, you're a true hustler. No, you, you no, no, no. never stop, never stop. <laughs> you never stop, man.
1: <laughs> I wish I could stop for a while, but yeah, you sometimes you have to do what you're gonna do. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I think the fact that you're in the car on the live podcast, it's. Uh, Yeah, that's called education, man. Hey, Tiger Georgia, glad to see you back. Um, So I talked a little bit about you, but I think I should let you introduce yourself. And uh, yeah, tell us more about you, man, about your coffee journey and how you started. It would be great to hear from from the man himself.
1: All right, thank you. Um, Okay, well, my name is Caleb, and... um, I'm based on Melbourne, Australia. I started a coffee in 2008. So now it's uh, 13 years experience in a specialty coffee industry. And um, I was just a regular barista and I started competing from 2014, came second in Australia, competed again in 2015, Became an Australian champion. Competed in Sweden for the worlds. Um, became a world champion. Since then, traveling over the worlds, um, ran a lot of workshops and and trainings, and um, inspiring like younger generations, and having a lot of fun with other legend busters and meeting a lot of people like you, Mirko. And then, <laughs> and then now I've got a shop in Melbourne, so running business and um doing a lot of stuff so still doing it um it's a very difficult season a difficult 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 period as it's a uh, rona is everywhere but still doing and then yeah that's that's a tiger
0: that's a tiger <laughs> <laughs> so well yeah look obviously we know each other and uh, i think that's the a beautiful part of uh, our industry how we can connect with people and uh, i mean you're all over the place in the sense of you know you judge you teach you probably do events uh compete a shop obviously you got a lot going on but what's your um what's your favorite thing out of all that you do
1: favorite thing sitting down on the couch and watching netflix <laughs>
0: No, 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 no. I don't believe it bro. <laughs> That's um, not you.
1: <laughs> well I think I like to talk about the education. So it's about like every everything about education. It's uh it, it could be a a coffee education or language education and anything about education so especially i am in a coffee industry so since 2015 when i became the world champion i thought i i i had to to share my knowledge and experience to to people who really want to learn so that's what i've been doing so far and i think that's that became actually one of my favorites like still So, it's actually still happening, still teaching people, and still sharing my experience and knowledges, and people love it, and I love it too. So, anyone, like, who's interested, let me know. I'm definitely happy to share for everything.
0: Yeah. Thanks, man. And I think uh, it probably, it's probably the most, one of the most rewarding parts of what you do when you teach. It's different than handing over a flat white rather than seeing one of your students growing being able to get a job and from there maybe start competing and see their progression uh, from not even being able to steam milk, from burning milk, not even able to dial in a coffee grinder to, who knows, maybe become the next Australia champion. Uh, So I see how your personality fit that very well. Going back to the championship, I'm sure that most people have asked you this and you know, I don't want to be a boring interview and a boring session, but most people would know would want to know this. Guide us through it because I've heard that back in 2015, you were training, you were doing about 300 cups a day, seven days a week without breaks. Is that, is that right?
1: That's 100% true. Um, I was very lucky because that's one of the best support I've, uh, I could get before the competition. That's the best support, isn't it? So I was very lucky. My previous employer and my previous um, the staff, and they are all very supportive. So I was able to train myself with without any hassle. So pouring 300 cups, it was just like this. So I had 20 cups. That was a one set. So per design, I had five sets. So that makes hundred cups right so i had three patterns repeated three times that made that comes to 300 cups a day and i couldn't stop because i wanted to win you know i was desperate because one could be might be just one life chance in your whole life so you really wouldn't want to screw it and then i really want to be ready for the world championship so That's naturally I really want to do. I want to train myself for for getting better. So, yeah, that makes 2,000 cups per week. And then it comes to, yeah. That's a lot of cups, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't count it back then. I counted it later. Later. (laughs) And I was like, really? (laughs) Can I do it? If you ask me me to do it again, no, hell no, man, no. I can't do it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I think, well, you obviously were natural at it because, I mean, first competition to get to second spot, it's already pretty big achievement, and on the second shot, you got both Australia and the world. I think there's people who try so hard, and, and to those people, I'm sure you're going to tell them not to give up because it's all about that practice. Um, and it's good that you're still grateful about the opportunity that you had to pour those 300 cups, but, you know, I think you already answered the following question, which is, what's your secret that pushed you to towards the win?
1: My secret is my probably, um, well, repetition and hunger for, for winning. Nobody pushed me to do it. Nobody asked me to, to become a champion. And then that I wasn't even having a plan to win the competition. I only started this for one of the experiences. But after the first competition, I got something was just, just rising up from my heart. I was like, oh, I want to do better. I want to have a better result than than ever. And then, well... I suddenly became desperate for winning. And then, and from that, that's what I, you know, just practice, practice is just what I can do for everything. I don't know, that only thing, like, you have to win because you're responsible for winning for Australia and also as a Korean for Korea. Um, of course. Very, very high pressure very heavy responsibility was on my shoulder. I had to carry
0: on to the world stage. Thanks, man. I think you're so spot on as well about South Korea because we have seen a large amount of South Korean baristas popping up more and more in the last five years. So you obviously were a good and strong influence that inspired a lot of your uh, fellow korean uh people man like let you know you know them i know them and uh it's it's pretty you know, must be a little bit of pressure like you said on your shoulders but you handle it very well because because you won <laughs> 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 um but how did you get your first job in coffee in the first place um... why why coffee what you
1: coffee Um, it is because I was not able to speak English when I first time come to Australia. It was two thousand and eight, and of course, I needed a job, but you know no one wants to hire when you don't have any experiences and you don't speak English properly and then well so I couldn't work anywhere. So, I started in in the Korean restaurant, worked for six months and realized I don't have money because the rates were very cheap. And then I looked around and realized that Melbourne was the coffee capital. So, this city, Melbourne, was very famous for coffee. So, I was like, okay, what if I learn about coffee? What if I challenge to a complete new area because I didn't even drink coffee at all so I decided to learn coffee from Melbourne and then learn from William Anglers one of the famous school after that I was very lucky I was able to get a job straight away after I completed a course so that that was 2009 8 or not 8 was it still 8 so that was just uh the beginning of the old stories,
0: yeah, thanks, man. Barista Aroshin is uh, commenting something that you only you can read <laughs> <laughs> um, but um no, well, I can relate to that to a degree because um i I came to Australia in two thousand and 11, I couldn't speak English, and I started into hospitality, so uh, that's the only thing I could do, uh, you know, I was doing, working as a, you know, at a cafe or around her, and then I got in Sydney, and then when I came to Melbourne, I started looking into coffee, and my first machine was a Wega, and then nice. I, was, I was, I was working with, uh, what was it, oh yeah, we had Junovese coffee back then was the the cool coffee to have. And um, yeah, that's how it started. That's how I get it, man. Uh, Yeah. English, the English factor is, uh, is important, but I like the fact that what you said before about having one thing is super important for a lot of people, young or old. Uh, My entire concept is about fixation, turning a passion into a fixation. And you, your fixation in 2015 was to win the world. And because of that, you would wake up and think about the world, about the competition, WBC. And uh, that's all you could care about. And that's why you managed to, to pull off and get where you are today. So I get you, man. So what's, um, what's your favorite latte art Pattern right now that you developed.
1: Um, Well, still, um, the tiger is one of my favorites. Um, But now I recently uh, made the giraffe. So the giraffe is it's 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 poured, but it's just a free pour pattern. So like tiger needs to do a bit of um etching on the surface but giraffe is is poured a uh, 100% free pour and i never thought that i would be able to pour like that because that's a completely different style to what i have been pouring because i'm kind of old school man right so i'm i think <laughs> 2015 the latte art, level in the world was um compared to to current um period it was back then it was still not much developed very skillful but um in creativity not much dif- uh be developed so back then the uh zebra was the opening the box and then I thought I was going to win because of this zebra, coffee-drinking zebra. That was a really good pattern. I still think it's really good. I remember. Yeah, yeah, thanks. But I am staying that level, you know, that kind of style. That's um, like a new idea, looking good, those kind of patterns, but not very much skill, like intricate patterns. I wasn't able to do it. So I was struggling for a few years, and I met um Arnon and uh irvin also umpol all the past uh world champions i had to i had a chance to meet them and yeah check them out they changed the game they changed a the whole lot Art industry and they it it, it significant changes happen since Ampol like Singing in the stage, like, I believe I can fly. Yeah, you flew. Actually, he flew, right? <laughs> and then showing off his beautiful Tinkerbells and stuff. I was like, God, my eyes. Wow, look at him. He's doing. And right after the Arnon started to draw the patterns, like, looking, deer is looking back. And then Irvin using that skill, even crazier patterns came up. So I thought I was be like, I'm really old school now. So I had to practice again. Of course. Learning a new skills, learning how to use the dry form and designing the whole, like my system was like about to blow up, you know, because I didn't know how to do it at all. Struggling so long, like stressed out. And I could even feel how Anon and Ampol and Irvin, was freaking out to creating that kind of patterns so after a few struggles I was able to make some kind of unique patterns like octopus like bye-bye takoyaki and the cynical giraffe and people love it thank you very much so yeah now I like takoyaki as well like he's just you know saluting one of his hands because he's gonna go for Takoyaki soon and then <laughs> it's bit, it's a bit cruel though um and now but still favorite is uh cynical giraffe it's very I'm thinking I feel still very difficult one two three four five rosettas drawing legs and trees and then face was the thing like you know face ear and two horns
0: yeah that's cool yeah and and I like what you said about the game keeps evolving, and you gotta keep evolving within the game. Obviously, you've been busy with judging, teaching, having a coffee shop, etc. So you know you're not doing just latte art. So, and I hope that my fellow Italian, uh, Manuela, uh, started more. Uh, of a new journey for Italian baristas, I uh, like to see more specialty back home and uh, uh, I know you know her and uh, it was you know it was it was good to see such a random country last year to you know get it and uh, hopefully it's the start of me on new countries and new patterns and new new designs, like you said but um, I mean would you compete again or are you sticking with teaching and you just want to be good for yourself or would you actually? go back at on the stage next year or the year after.
1: That's really, um, interesting question. And also I'm actually thinking about it. Um, okay. First of all, do you think I should compete again? Like in Latvia? Well, <laughs> I know, I know where you're going. I know where you're going.
0: Um, I think that it's all about chasing your passion. And if you, I understand, a lot of people who win latte art, they want to be barista champion or compete for a different category. I get that. Uh, If your heart is in there, well then yeah, sure. You got lots of resources, lots lots of friends uh, people who support you from your fans to to professionals, uh, colleagues, then yeah, you could probably compete for barista. you got probably a coffee brand that can support you behind you and why not? I'd love to see you. I mean, I'll, I'll support you. You know that. <laughs> so, that's it. You know, you, you're you such a friendly guy. Uh, every time I, I look at your content, even... You can tell just from the pictures you take, your selfies at the Milan Expo last year, or uh, one of my favorite of your posts is actually you with Ampol and uh, your other friend, and you had the filter as uh, old people, and you're like, oh, ah, that's, that's just mint. That's my favorite of your content. Like, fuck Latte Art, bro. That picture is great. <laughs> that was Ampol um,
1: and Irvin, yes.
0: That's it. And, uh, you know, like, for me, if you can bring that joy and that personality on stage, then it doesn't matter what category you compete in. And if you land tenth or first place, you're giving the world something more than just coffee or latte art.
1: Mm. It's gonna be, it's gonna be the challenge, of course. I know it's very. I I understand how the competition is made, and I feel like I don't necessarily compete in the, in the same competition like latte art because i know there are so many people who is still very passionate about latte art i think it's their chance to win the world i really don't need to go there and i could i could i love it i'm still i still have a lot of passion in latte art but still it's their time, it's time for there to challenge and feel that kind of vibe in the world stage. So for me, what for me to do is to challenge to the other areas like barista competition, brewing competition, or like good spirits or even cup tasters or whatever. Um, I'm more into that. Believe it or not, I'm more into tasting than pouring. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> yes. So, um, if I get a chance, if I'm very lucky, I would definitely like to try to compete in Barista, Barista and Brewers, um And also, yeah, there are so many different competitions and I definitely want to compete once again.
0: That's very humble, I think. Yeah, that's good giving other a chance is uh yeah i didn't i didn't think about that that's very cool man for real and obviously you've seen a lot of people competing from your judging from uh you know judging at comps so you know you know the drill you know the routine you know what what's up you're not new to it uh therefore i think it's uh yeah, I can see you I can definitely see you competing for barista champion, 100 percent man. It would be pretty fun to watch you. I mean <laughs> the, other day, the other day, I was watching um, Lem Butler routine because um, I had him on the show uh, a couple of days ago. Uh, very, very good guy, good dude. I hope to meet him one day in person, and uh, what I enjoy about his routine, it was just how calm he was. I felt like I was on meditation zone, man. I, I I felt I could have done meditation. It was super soothing. His voice, it was calm, you know? Then you look at Sasha's routine, and it was more engaging and more like, oh, wow, what's next, what's next, yeah. what's next? Yeah. With you, I think your personality and your, your smile, your brightness would also show and shine through the stage, not just... That's it, that, you know, uh, you know. Uh. <laughs> like, every time I come to, every time I see you come to Rose or bump into you somewhere, you always smile. I'm sure you got a shit day too sometimes, but that would really, I don't know, man, it would be, it would be a different type of experience for the judges too, I reckon. That's my take.
1: Well, hey... Everyone could be emotional. Everyone has their emotion, and they have their rights to express their emotions. Um, for me, I'm very easy to read. Everything is in my face. You can very easy to read how I feel about. That's why I try to keep myself happy, because you can read how I feel about everything. Even though I'm sad, you could actually read I I look sad. Um, it's okay for me to show my emotion to you that I'm sad. But in some reason, it's very difficult for me to, to feel the others realize that I'm sad yeah. or kind of upset. So I try to remove that kind of negative emotions rather than just having happy Vibe and show them how I smile and how I react, how I talk. And then that actually affects to, to people who, who meet me, right? Like you come to my shop. I always like, Hey, how are you going, bro? Bam, bam, boom, boom, ciao. So that's, that's, that's really important thing to, to whoever you, whoever you meet. And then that's, I think that's the first impression plus alpha. So I don't know, that's what I've learned from a lot of people, and and, um, yeah, that's why I react to all the people that I see.
0: Oh man, I I think, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people have this, you know, obsession around the word uh, hustle, but I think we should rephrase that, and be more humble. I think being humble and showcasing compassion and humility is also very important to make an impact. Uh, yeah, to others. I think I'm losing you because I can hear myself crackling through your phone. Oh, okay, but yeah. Look, I think I think, yeah. So, all right, much better, man. Can you hear me? Yes. Good. This is not perfect. So yeah, I think being humble and showing uh, positivity goes such a long way. Yeah, um, hundred yeah. like percent. Cool. For okay, so where were we? Take my friend, Caleb, Peruvian coffee waiting for you. Tito Cafecito. Someone wants to send you some Peruvian coffee. There you go. Hey, Tito. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. Yeah, some people from all over the world, yeah. If anyone has any questions, please drop any questions for Caleb. Uh, He's always happy to to answer all questions for myself. So, going back to you, what's, uh, what's next for, what's next in the Caleb planet, as far as the shop goes, as far as teaching with Corona? Are you doing uh, online classes? Are you doing virtual classes? Are you, what's next? Well,
1: um, I might sound cliche, um, but I would definitely want to spread my shop um, in the world. <laughs> And, of course, I'm preparing my online courses. And um, in five years, I want to have my own rostery. So it's going to be some places in the world. So that's the, the base camp for spreading my coffee beans over the world. So it's not happening now, but I am having a lot of meetings and I'm meeting a lot of people to talk about this and trying my heart to make it happen.
0: So, have, Actually, you, have you have you been roasting? Have you been ro- learning to roast lately?
1: I roasted, like, a long time ago. And I, I recently, like, lo- the last roasting I did was, when was it? A couple of years ago. And I don't have time to do it, first of all. And, but I love to do it. And I need some more research because now the trends are a little bit changed and you know now more process so it's about i really need to learn more about the process and how that affects to 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 the roasting profiles and how the results all the the related informations that that's what i need now so it i think it requires me more about like a year or two more years and then anyway my plan will be starting As soon as I, uh, as soon as this pandemic finished. Of course. I know, it's crazy. I
0: I know, man. Look, I think as long as we all healthy and don't get sick is the number one win. And look, I see positives in this lockdown, uh, just because I like to see positive in things. or I try to, it's a good chance for us to have an inner journey, look at inside, talk to ourselves. And uh, it's uncomfortable because we used to work, 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 work. And it's ne- we never have the time to talk to, to us, to ourselves. So for some of us, we're lucky to have a roof, some food, uh, coffee, um, being able to talk to people live. And we're privileged to be able to survive and grow in different areas. we got a question from... Uh, For creator, what kind of coffee do you like to drink and why?
1: Okay. Thanks for asking for creator. Uh, My favorite coffee do I like to drink? I love to drink espresso. That's what I need. Um, I only drink espresso and single shots. Only.
0: Single, single shot only.
1: only. Yeah. Hmm. And then I could drink those single shots, like up to five to seven maximum, um, as long as it has different characters and stuff. So um, I love the moment that I drink one espresso when I open the shop before start. Shot. Boom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and as far as that's the type of coffee but um uh copy Dua drinks a double of filter well, I'm on you on this one copy i drink uh, i drink a double, but it's pretty it's pretty good choice double or single still good Caleb maybe likes the single life um single espresso <laughs> life i meant yeah um now. We got another question, and then I'll go back to coffee. Tito is asking, in your countries, where is it? Here we go. The coffee businesses has stopped 100%. When they reopen, what hygiene measure will they adopt? I'll let you answer, and then I'll give you my answer to that, because I'm sure we'll we'll both have something to say.
1: In your countries? Where? Like, Korea or Australia?
0: Australia. Yeah, we're both here.
1: Okay. Uh, the coffee business is not 100% stopped. So takeaway is still available. And Roastery is still roasting their coffee. So yep. delivery is also available. So um, uh, the trading is still happening. But the thing is the offline, I mean, the having here, like dining is not available. So a lot of um, the customers, they only can do takeaways. and But still, that affects a lot to the, the coffee business because you cannot have them inside. Um, so, yeah, I think that's one yeah. of the ways, The one of the reasons my business got really struggle now, because I have tables upstairs and, you know, they can come inside and have a seat and take, have, have a coffee, but now it's the only takeaway available. Um,
0: and also, there's less people in the city, because a lot of people are still working from home, so you miss a lot of traffic as well from corporate or non-corporate people working into the city. So I think the CBD has even worse than certain suburbs because a few suburbs they can still manage, they got bigger spaces because rent is cheaper and they can still do a little bit of food um, to be delivered and people are stuck at home. So when they feel lazy, they might order Uber Eats and have a, a burger or whatever they order to eat so I think they have least amount of impact <clears throat> I'll answer the second part of that question to Tito in terms of new hygiene rules I think we are going to see uh, still a little bit of uh, social distancing in terms of space between people uh, so probably queues will have different crosses to have a meter away from each other and uh, Perhaps there might be hand sanitizer at the, at the entrance of the shop or disposable gloves for baristas. Uh, we're going to see a lot of this, these different things. Uh, but, yeah, going back on the coffee, Caleb, what, what origin are you enjoying or you – I know it's a tough one, but what origins are you, have you been enjoying lately?
1: Lately, uh... It's not the single origin though. I am enjoying a little bit of blends like uh, Kenyan and Ethiopian. But I originally, I always love in love with Costa Rican or um, Ethiopian.
0: Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, Andre, Andre Agassi uh, saying hello to you. Hey man. And only coffee to go or little group of person enter um do you get little groups of people or just one person at a time coming to some-
1: the we sometimes have a group of people but they have to have a social distance so they cannot everyone cannot come in so just a few people came and place an order take all the coffees and take out yeah so they yeah. cannot come in all together
0: yeah yeah that's the same and uh I actually haven't, because I only drink espressos, I haven't, (laughs) I actually haven't been to a coffee shop in in three weeks because I can't have espresso in a takeaway cup. It just, I refuse. Um, So that's why I've been just drinking AeroPress, man. Like, that's all I get. And um, I get that. I get that. What do you drink at home while we're talking about coffee? The brew? I yeah, whatever, coffee.
1: yeah, what do you drink at home? I have a Panama Hartmann at the moment and I'm teaching my wife how to brew the coffee. So she's um, a very, very good barista now. Um, now I'm enjoying how to brew coffee at home. So I only brew, a drink with the brew coffee at home,
0: yeah. All right, we got two questions, one is very quick. Mirko, are you Italian? Yes, coffee addict. I'm Italian, been in Australia for nine years. And, uh, Andre, my man, uh, he's asking, uh, any good beans you recommend for pour over? Any? What beans are you recommending for pour over at the moment?
1: Wow, that's, like, too many options, man. It's, like, everyone has different preferences. It's It's for you to find the right beans for you, so... Um, For me, I prefer it's a personal thingy, but my personal thing, personal preference is African coffee. That's my first pick. It's African coffee for brewing. Um, So, yeah, I always go for um, African coffee. If I'm lucky, I could get some coffee from Panama, like geisha kind of thing that's also a good experience for drinking but we all know how it tastes like so for me it's more like consistent flavor kind of you know very characteristic ethiopian and you know that's like floral whiny you know
0: Beautiful, man, beautiful, beautiful
1: aroma, bellissimo man.
0: Bellissimo yeah, <laughs> You're bellissimo. talking my language, man. I am um, my first contact with uh, my first experience with specialty coffee is actually with uh uh Can Tang, which is uh I'm not sure if you know Ken but he's the father of the boys from workshop. And um he's like super fixated with like expensive coffee man. Mm. And I used to not drink coffee. In Italy, I never drank coffee. So I was like you. I came here, didn't drink coffee, and now it's just coffee, coffee, coffee. And the first coffee that I started liking was, yeah, Ethiopians. I know it's obvious, but, um, yeah, man, I like that. I like that stuff. Man. It's very obvious, isn't it? It's just like,
1: hmm, this isn't... this. Other, yeah. <laughs> and I don't like it. So why, why you don't like it? It's, it's just <laughs> truly, truly you know, enjoyable anywhere you go.
0: 100%. Um, Andre is asking something to do with other roasters. Andre, I'll answer to that question in the DMs because uh, we can't get sued by different companies to talk only about other companies. Um, <laughs> I think he wants to know which coffee roasters we recommend. Um I think as long as the process of coffee in the single is roasted properly, it's all about what you taste in the cup and if you enjoy it. Um, there's a question for you, Caleb. There's two questions for you. When are you back in Italy? What do you think about conservative quality there? And then we go, what's your favorite commercial coffee machine? I know the answer of that. And, <laughs> and then there's people saying, Master Caleb and a high five,
1: hey, so. Vicky, Vicky.
0: Sup Vicky. Um, yeah, two questions for you, there you go.
1: All right. Uh, what do you think about the conservative quality there? Quality?
0: So I'm assuming it's robusta, beta old school, I guess. Of it.
1: Um, well, for me, I'm very honest. I always yeah <laughs> I'm very honest I say direct very open I don't hide behind so my experience in Italy coffee was surprising it was much much better quality than I imagined before so of course coffee espresso, all the coffee, you know, menus come from it- Italy. And I respect that. But I never experienced that before. So I had I, my own imagination about the co- it- Italian coffee because I got a lot of negative comments and negative blah, 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 blah. And I went to Italy, experienced it. <laughs> Mamma mia. That was bellissimo.
0: Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, man. So... I was quite, yeah, per, like, really, 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 really surprised, and I, I, truly enjoyed
0: it. I'm actually, um, I'm actually gonna have a an Italian week on the show, so we're gonna have uh, well, it's almost confirmed, but we're gonna have Ruben Gardelli, uh, obviously from Gardelli Coffee, and then we're gonna have uh, Francesco Sanapo from Di Artigianale, and a That's friend probably. of mine. And a friend of mine, uh, um, Alberto from Tostato, which is a shop, especially coffee shop in Brescia, amazing guy. And he's one of the judges and one of the guys from the Italian SCAA. And as far as favorite commercial coffee machine, roll of drums, what is it? Uh, mm, favorite commercial coffee machine.
1: Well, what is that? I don't know, well <laughs> what is my favorite commercial coffee machine? You tell me, Mirko
0: well, I don't know if it's your favorite, but your choice is a black Eagle because you can train and practice on it
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I have a, a black Eagle in my shop um it is because it's a still um actually competition competition sponsor and uh i thought i was able to have a lot of experiments with um, a lot of different beans and stuff so i chose it and it's 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 pretty good and um i have open-minded so i'd rather have more positive parts and i want more experience in every single different coffee machines like like Black Eagle or um, Lamazoco, and then a San Remo, and everything. You know, every coffee machines have pros and cons, but I really want to look into the pros because the designers and technicians designed it and made it for that reason. So I really want to see. How much that's beneficial for coffee flavors, and how does it work for actual practicals for the coffee industry? And I really want to look into that. So, negativities every machine has the negativities. It's just a, you know, it's a physics. So, yeah, that's it. So that's why I don't have my favorite commercial coffee machine. I actually love all the machines' positivity, and it actually affects all the all the the positive. Um, flavors for some sudden kind of coffee beans so i really respect that and i appreciate their efforts and and
0: technology 100 yeah, percent mm. um a few people left because it's late tito it was three o'clock in the morning while they was watching us and same as coffee so very late so they stayed up because of you that's great <laughs> um thank you Cheryl says, hello from Cheryl Coffee, I'm from Bali, and i come to your workshop at Caswell Jakarta before. Shero! Shero, hey, um, what can we do with COVID-19? Many baristas in Indonesia lost their job uh, crying face. Very tough.
1: Well, it's actually happening the same in Australia. Like, everyone lost their job, and even I lost my staff as well there's not i thought i think there's nothing i can do at the moment but what we should do is just stay together within social distancing (laughs) yeah um i thought about a little bit what we could do for like especially in this this period We should stay together. We should support each other, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's what we can do.
0: I think you're spot on, man. I think you're spot on. And uh, it's. I think a lot of industries have suffered. And uh, if we stick together, support each other with small, medium, large initiatives, and as long as we're all healthy and protect the elderly and the people who can get seriously sick. I mean, you have seen my country, how bad it got in Italy. Um, We both know many people from Italy uh, Mm. in coffee, non-coffee. So it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's tragic, but I think we're going to get through it. And what's next is going to be even better. That's my feeling. I think what's next eventually is going to get better. And look, Humans have a short memory. In two or three years, we probably have forgotten about the virus because we forgot about 9-11, we forgot about other pandemics, we forgot about Chernobyl. Uh, We remember our brain is developed to move on, to delete, and to go to the next project. So hopefully, Coffee Shop can reopen soon, and you're so right. we got time for a couple more questions. And Coffee Addict asked, what do you think about Last World Latte Art Champion Manuela Fenzore, they're Italians, so I get why they asked that question. Thanks for the question, Coffee Addicts.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, that's a good question. I judged Manuela um, on semifinal, and, and I was like, she was super energetic, super happy person, and then she nailed the preparation – no, I mean the, 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 the stage – her energy was overwhelming and i was like wow look at this lady this tiny little lady is overwhelming the show i was really really like surprised and then as soon as i she managed the pouring on the station it was like super steady it was like copy and paste boom copy paste boom Enjoy my coffee. Thank you very much. That was so professional. You know, there's nothing I can say a word. It was like, yeah, six. What do you need more? It's just six. And then later, after the final, yeah, her name was announced The first place. That's it. That's,
0: that's it. Amazing. <laughs> Man, uh, thanks, Caleb. Uh, we chat an hour and you stuck in your car. I appreciate your time. Thanks <laughs> exactly. for no, 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 for real, for real, man. Um, thanks for coming. Very grateful to have you. At least we get to see each other like this instead of the shop. Until, until better days. Uh, Ergon uh, just said good days soon, which it means obviously there's gonna be some good days ahead uh, once we get through this. I, you know, I hope that you can now have the time and the effort to develop your online virtual teaching school and all these projects that you can do now a little bit because a little bit more time and uh, thanks for coming by man if you want to say anything to live before you leave it was such an honor having you man
1: thank you very much for your time today I really enjoyed your interview I'm really happy to see all the people lying here and then I'm happy to answer all the questions and I appreciate your time and after this pandemic finished we definitely catch up again and let's have a drink.
0: bro, 100% my man. You know what, I'll give you a fist bump, we can do that. Boom. That's it. Thanks dude, have a good night. Thanks for chat, we'll talk soon and we can do this even in a couple of weeks if we're still in lockdown.
1: See you everyone, see you later. See you (laughs) later. See you buddy. Ciao.
0: Ciao. Uh, there you have it. Um. Um, we just finished an hour with uh, Caleb. Uh, he's such a legend. Um, I was lucky to meet him several times. And uh, I hope you got value out of this. We, CO4 creator, this barista, Ergon Saparova, uh, Cheryl Coffee, Coffee Addict, Coffee. Uh, thank you for coming. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate the conversation. Your questions help us and other people to learn more about coffee and uh, competition and anything that you guys ask we're happy to answer it and uh, at the moment we just cap it at one hour because that's the limit of uh, Instagram but we love having this conversation it's almost like being a coffee shop at a coffee table and you're listening to a couple of people. It's almost like having a coffee together. That's how I like it. And Barista Tram, thank you. Karma Caf, to you too. And yeah, it's almost like a little community. We can all have coffee, listen to different guests. Copy Dua, NL, so I'm assuming you're from uh, the Netherlands. Maybe you live in Indonesia, I think, maybe. NL usually is Netherlands. Um, and, um, We've got still two minutes, I think, before it cuts off. We're gonna have more guests coming up from Monday. We've got full schedule, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We've got some, as usual, amazing guests. We're starting Monday. We're gonna release now the guest. It's actually Ben. Uh, he's the owner, coffee roaster of Teen Man. This barista Australia represent, you know it. Um, Karma Caf, you miss Café, me too. Copy, live in, live in Netherlands but roast Indonesian coffee. I knew it because "coffee" means coffee in Indonesia, I think. I get it. I get you. Good to see you here again. Um, thanks for tuning in. Watch out for our stories for the next guests. If you have ideas, if you got questions, if you need help, feel free to message us. always happy to support the coffee community. Always, always happy. So... Until next time, Monday, 9 a.m., Australian Eastern time, we're having Ben from Teen Man Coffee Roasters. Uh, I met Ben years back, and uh, he's such a humble guy. He roasts such amazing coffee, and uh, I'm so happy to have him. He sent me some coffee, so I'm going to be able to brew his coffee, drink his coffee while I, we have a chat. Uh, Copy up on Monday Uh, Monday Australian Eastern Time 9 a.m. which is 8 a.m. No, sorry, which is eight hours. So it should be around 1 a.m. or 12 a.m. Europe time Italy would be 1 a.m. So it could be midnight in the Netherlands. I'm not sure but uh, hey AirGorn, Monday we're here, thank you, uh, it's Australian Eastern Standard Time, so we are way ahead of you guys, so yeah, make sure you tune in the time zone, and a good trick is just to turn on the notification, until then, i got 30 seconds to say goodbye, thank you all for coming, thank you for sticking, out, sticking around, and London Midnight, Coffee Addict says, so I'll see you London Midnight. Uh, United, Arab, Emirates, not sure. Check the time zone difference. Until next time, enjoy your coffee, be humble and be safe. Ciao.